Three, two, one. That's right. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present of everyday people. Yes, indeed. And, 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 and now, here's your host, the one, the only, Asher Chua. Welcome back to the podcast, Theo. What what's life been like up to you? Man, it's been a minute, but life has been <laughs> life has been life, man. Life has been indeed life, and but it's not always bad. I can't I can't say I can't say it's always bad. Um, and I can <laughs> I can say our very first conversation that we've ever had on on, on the podcast included the Lion King. By the way, <laughs> just in case you didn't know, I just remember. in case you forgot. <laughs> it, it, it was it, it was a Lion King topic that we talked about, but I, I think since then there's been several other conversations. But the Lion King is the one that comes to mind. I can't even remember what we talked about on that podcast because it's, it's it's been about what since before the pandemic. Oh, it, like, it just it just came back to me as you mentioned it. I think it started out with the um, the hype and hustle, and that's kind yes. of what we we were we were circling recently yes yes don't oh don't believe the hype yeah don't, don't believe, believe the, hype. the hype well it's funny because i mean as you kind of go through it social media is becoming more and more prevalent now and i guess that's the uh the scapegoat or the go-to that's the the news of the day so to speak mm, yes the instagrams the the the, the tweeters the yeah. facebooks and the tiktokers Mm. Right. Um, but it's funny, though, because it's not I don't think it's necessarily even the um, the hype me- mentality or the grind mentality. I think it's now mostly is trying to keep up with the with a trend. Maybe the hype is the trend, but it barely lasts. Yeah. And I'm noticing that more. Well, for myself, anyway, I gave up the, um, the whole hype thing, <laughs> like the whole hustle and grind thing as it's like, man, it, it's not sustain. The hype is not sustainable. Yeah. What I guess, I, what, I don't, I don't what do you know, mean by I don't that? know why people think it is. I mean, it's attractive in, in a sense because, um, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's very sexy now. Like, yeah. Because it, it's like sexy. to, to kind of, I was thinking earlier in the week and I, I think someone brought it up and it just took me back to Gary V and just kind of like attention is currency. And it's usually if you're looking at media or anything like that, it's the the thing that kind of draws you in is what mm. gets your attention. So it's like, okay, it's, it's, it might be coined hype. It might be coined hustle. It might be a look. It might be a, um, whatever people are just drawn to. And it's like, hey, that's it, it does enough to kind of favor your attention. And then from there, it's like, oh, OK, it's it's funny because it's like you can tell you're getting old when you're like you kind of try to philosophize. And, and it's, like, it's like, no, 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 that is stupid. Stop it. That is, that is absolutely <laughs> stupid. <laughs> like okay so even even in that um i think like the conversation that we had the other day had me um had me rethinking a lot of the uh, like a lot of the industries right so like i mean i'm in two different industries that like the hair industry and the muscle in the i won't call it the coaching space or the the i want to say the mental advocacy mm-hmm. um Look at you. Yeah. Big words. <laughs> Throwing out big words. I've, I've read a couple of books since, since our last, uh, our That's good. Last That's, conversation. It's always a plus. Yeah. It, it's always a plus. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would definitely say that being in, in these lanes, you start to see the same regurgitated 
stuff, mm-hmm. but it's not pra- <laughs> it's not practical, and it's like very diluted. Um, Can you give me an example. So sorry, I'm so, sitting here just wiping. So, I was back and forth. Right, like 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 this thing of just be yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not hard. Just just be yourself, Theo. Like, right. What does that even not mean? Hard. It's not hard. Yeah, right? It's like it's not hard, man. Just be yourself. <laughs> you know, just 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 be authentic. Just be real, be a hundred percent authentic and be yourself. And I'm like, no, no. (laughs) 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 So you just ruined somebody's whole, whole thing. It's like, hey man, I had some nice music playing to the back of this is like, just be yourself. Uh, Like stop trying to like, be like everybody else stop trying to like follow this person follow that person like right but i mean it, it, it sounds good in theory of being like be yourself but then mm-hmm. you find yourself looking in the mirror and you're like who are you <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like it's like oh okay and i don't know i i think maybe that's the like the watered down version of just do it yeah like nike right? yeah just but it's be yourself what what does that mean if, if i don't like myself yeah i don't want to be myself like in order for you to be yourself i think there's gotta be it's a very nuanced thing whereas like you gotta know yourself enough to be yourself and love yourself mm. but then you gotta have accepted your own flaws to be yourself and so yeah. it's like in the motivational space of yeah man just you know be yourself i get well i mean i, I guess sometimes it's um how would you say intentionally it's you have people trying to be deep and then something will be said in a quote unquote deep way when it's not it's not that deep or it doesn't need to be that deep. But to your point. Right. And just in trying to look at things differently or just be like, OK, I took this to mean what I thought it meant. I try to apply it. It didn't work in that way. And now I want to I want to try something different because it's like I've tried this for however many years. It's not working like I'm I'm practicing insanity. And it's like I've been watching what I'm doing enough or I, I've been observing that what I've done isn't good enough. So something's got to change. Either right. I got to change or it's like, do I jump on another guru's bandwagon and kind of like follow what they're saying? And like, just keep trying another program, another thing. And it's like, to the point of like being yourself, it's like, like you said, you either got to get to know yourself or like, as you get to know yourself, you might see some things that don't quite line up. Like you could be this, um, this avatar or sense, like this fictional character. Like if your imagination still works, it could be like, okay, like this is the life that I live. And that's like, I live in in this town, I drive this type of car and this, and it's like, you walk outside and it's like, you can think it in your mind. Right. It's like, if that's not the reality, at some point, it's like reality's kind of got to line up with what you're like really experiencing. Otherwise it's, if it, I mean, it works for some people, I'm sure. And maybe they're not bothered by it. So it's like, okay, be, be yourself, have the right attitude, have the right um, mentality to like get up and do what you feel is worthwhile. And Mm. maybe that's good enough. But I think to your point, it's that you don't always know what's worthwhile and just kind of blindly going and being who you think you should be. it can work, but like, but is it like who who would think we should be though? Because well, it's I don't know, like like I I, I don't think it's like <clears throat> to a point. I don't think it's that deep, but then it it is because it is deeper than just the meaning. It's kind of like this thing where people say, well, you know, you don't 
man, I'm very real. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would hope so. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm not, I'm not talking like, to like a, a make believe character, right? It's, or like, it's, it's like, oh, okay, like, like, what does that even mean? Like, yeah, bro, like I'm real, man. Like, like, like I'm the like, like I'm a real man. Like, okay, Pinocchio, like. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a puppet i'm a real boy like yeah. like, like like what are you like what are you supposed to be like right like hold on it just it just dawned on me like mm-hmm. like you hear this 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 whole man like i'm real like i'm the like like i'm the i'm i'm realist as it gets i'm like okay good for you like like what like what do you want a cookie like for being real Mm-hmm. like in a maybe in your world yeah or maybe in in your imagination um you're you're real but i, I, don't, I don't ever i mean maybe if i could interrupt you i'd say like yeah, go ahead. to your point i think context matters and maybe yeah. when we talk about being real it could be like very specific to a demographic or like to a, a slang in like okay to me being real isn't something that I've I've articulated before, but when I've heard people say they're real, like that would be associated with not being fake or like we said, being a puppet or not being inauthentic to be like, okay, I'm I'm about like the life that what I say is what I mean and what I mean is what I do. But like I think I saw you you made a post about this earlier. And I, I was just kind of scrolling through the stories on IG and it's like so much energy is being put into I'm this thing. Like you're trying so hard to mm. tell somebody what you are versus like the the thing Living that I've seen out. over this last year. It's it's that with as much noise that gets made, it's better to pay attention to what people do rather than what they say, because right. it's like someone that's very honest is what they say matches up with their actions and their actions matches up with their words. It's like it's not always a a game or like a bait and switch where I've got to constantly be um, putting on a show. And I I think that might be what gets missed with social media, for instance, or with marketing or with things that are like advertised at you, because it's like maybe a lot of people don't get that. But like a lot a lot of what you see, it's a show like it's people are doing that, like some people knowingly and unknowingly they're they're like just they're doing things that are rehearsed in order to get something out of you and yeah like some people may like parrot the same words over and over not not understanding like the origins of it where it came from what um what the end result of that is or like what what it really means and and i mean to be honest i don't think a lot of people think deeply on that and even when when you say you think deeply on something it's like it it might make you sound smart or look good, but like when you really dive into something like I've tried to do, it's like it can like if you don't land on something solid to be like, OK, this is what I can I can kind of agree with and move forward with. Like, yeah, you can almost be going around in circles trying to like resolve something or kind of put a pin in something. And it's like, did I get further away from where I was trying to go or did I just like just go around and round and round? And it's like, I didn't really say anything like I used a bunch of words, but then right. <laughs> but, like, yeah, but mm. I couldn't conclude to any any anything whatsoever. Yeah. But, yeah. So so then it becomes that I don't know. Um, I hate to keep using this reference, but the Lion King. Like, mm. like everybody knew Simba was a lion. What do you mean? Like every, like every, every character knew, knew Simba was, was a lion. Like Timon oh, and Pumbaa, okay. they knew that Simba was a lion. Gotcha. The other lions knew 
that Simba was a lion. Mm-hmm. The only person that was confused about if if it was a lion or not, or, or if it was a king of you know a pride rock was Simba. Like okay, and so but I think come to think of it now, it's like that. It's like childhood trauma will have you thinking that you're not what you are, <laughs> like you're not who you're supposed to be or who you think you are. And when you're told for such a long time that you're not this or you convinced that you're not this, you live a life in a way that doesn't resemble how you typically show up or how other people see you. Mm. And that spirals into um, a couple other conversations that we've had, like being a black male in America, like, you know, you're you, you, you grow up being convinced that you're something else than what you really are. And then you you, you live in a way that doesn't reflect how you show up in the world. Mm. Um, and then we've talked about you and I both, both being immigrants and, and coming into this this world that lays heavy on proof of manhood or proof of masculinity or proof of blackness mm. that you constantly keep having to prove that you're real. And and maybe this could be where people keep reinforcing that they're, you know, that they're real, like because for uh, you know for some it's a reminder like okay hey i am real i gotta stay true to who i am i gotta stay true to what i say that i would show up as but then i don't know it goes it, it goes in so many different little routes but it just never i can't say never that's so indefinite mm. it doesn't seem often enough that when when we show up as as real as we say that we are people take us that take us as that um and what i mean by that is you can show up in a scenario or in a context and say, Hey, I'm this thing. I'm this person. I'm, I'm, I'm tried and proven that this is, you know, whatever, but because you don't look the part or you don't sound the part, everybody in that environment is like, no, no, you're not. It's like, but, but yes, I, I am like in certain, in certain aspects, like I've shown up in rooms and said, Hey, I'm a black man from Africa, mm-hmm. born and raised. Do you know how many people try to convince me that I'm not African? <laughs> That I was not born and raised in Africa. And in fact, because the way that I sound, I am not black. Mm. And I'm like, they wait. try to take your black card. Yeah, I was like, come on. Like, it's in my back <laughs> pocket. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, or man. because I, I I don't have the accent. I don't have, I don't look the part. I don't dress the part that I'm not. I'm like, wow. It's, it's like, I know who I am. You can't tell me that I'm not exactly who I am is like, my, like I, I'm an expert mm-hmm. in my own experience. <laughs> like I've lived and been through them. Like I'm pretty positive. Mm-hmm. I was born and raised in Africa until I was nine. And then I came to America. Like I'm positive of that, but because I don't show up in certain contexts the way that I'm expected to, then I must be fake. Mm-hmm. And it's what? like, mm-hmm. so do I then fall into that category where I have to reinforce to the environment? Hey, I'm real. I'm real black and I'm real African. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess if you're asking me, I, I guess what I'm looking at now, it's like, what's the um, what's the outcome you're looking for? Because on, on the one hand, it's like, are you looking for self-affirmation? Because like you, you can kind of give that to yourself. But on the other hand, if you're looking for, um, well, yeah, if, if you're looking for self-affirmation, maybe public validation of like who you identify as that those could be difficult things to come across because it's like, if we just stick to, let's say we, we just want to tackle one thing and we're talking mm-hmm. about, um, when you brought up the Lion King, I wasn't, 
I wasn't sure where you were going. And then, and then we were like, okay, childhood trauma. And I was like, I was like, okay, so we're going there. (laughs) And then you went kind of another way with it. And I was like, okay, I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to keep up, but it's like, so much happening in here. I'm doing my best to just be like, okay, let's just be here because the, how would I say this? I don't think there's a, it's not necessarily misguided to want to fit in and to be Mm. accepted by the group or like the environment where you find yourself. So like, if you walk into a room and you say who you are, like you're, um, you're presenting that and it's up to people to either take you as you are, or maybe take you as they, as they can kind of like classify you to say, okay, like you don't match my expectations. So I can, let me put you over in this box. Um, and like that, maybe works at times, but it it becomes problematic where it's like what someone else thinks of you shouldn't dictate how, well, no, it, it, I can say it shouldn't. And it, it does at the same time. I've got this, I'm going to try to ignore the (laughs) fruit fly, but. (laughs) But this is real though. This is, this is just in real life is happening. Right. Right. But the, um, like to, to your point, I I guess I I was trying to kind of circle around to in kind of addressing what you want to cover like is the is the purpose to speak on the identity you see yourself as and how you move in the world or how the world sees you and you feel that you need to move in order to reflect that mm. I, I think the is that too murky of a question or no, no, no. I, I think the angle and you know again context depending is is to show up as as me and be accepted as as me you know what i'm saying like show up in a room as as theo and have my experiences validated and have my my proof of existence validated without putting anything else on top of that mm-hmm. um and i think even in certain spaces whether it be relationships or friendships or just where wherever when there's space for you to be you people experience you differently mm-hmm. like when you can again uh let me use a culturally appropriate phrase when you can be authentically yourself um, people do experience you differently because they they get the they get the better untainted version of of you um, because they because you come with the good and the bad and the ugly and all of that in between yeah. and people get to experience you differently. But I think when we only show up in a very singular way, mm-hmm. people don't get to experience the best version of us. We think we're putting up the best version of us, but uh, it, but it's so linear that it's like, oh, it's so one sided. It's like, right. w- where where are the other dimensions to you? Like, I can always appreciate an art piece that is multidimensional that you can like wherever, whichever way you move, you, you can see it. Mm-hmm. Granted, there's nothing wrong with a very 2D version, but the, the most intricate art pieces and, and the most unique ones are the ones that are multidimensional or that are painted to look multidimensional. Mm. And so if, if I can show up in my multidimensional way, then you get to experience me. Um, and I think that is the, the best way to show up. But it's just when you show up in a space and you keep having people negotiate who you are and they keep having to pick you up apart so that you can fit whatever narrative they've already pictured you as in -hmm. certain spaces when people hear me talk before they can see me Mm -hmm. they already have this image in their head right and when they (laughs) and when they see in in person they're like wait a minute it's not who you thought it's not who i thought you were because this would happen at the barbershop all the time i would answer the phone 
Hey, um, y'all cut black hair? Uh, yes, we do. Oh, it, is this a black barbershop? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like they're confused because they're they're trying to imagine why a black person will sound very corporate. Like, it's mm-hmm. like what do you mean? Yeah. And so they would show up, and 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 sometimes it was vice versa, and be, hey, um, y'all cut white people hair? Yes, we do. Oh, okay. They show up. Yeah. Oh, can you cut white people hair? Yes, I can. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> It's like, uh, I okay. think I, like, like, yeah. like either way, got you, but you know, pay me, but right. Right. It, it just, it's just that aspect of like, you, you mentally almost create a narrative before you meet somebody just by hearing them or like, you can't accept them until they match your narrative. So you keep trying to pick them apart. And I think to the whole conversation piece, it's what if we just let people be them, mm. That way they don't have to announce how real they are. That way they don't have to feel like they have to prove a point. And we could just allow them to be that. Like whatever they show up as, just be that. Right. I I think we would get the most and best out of people and out of friendships and out of relationships if we could do that. Without feeling like, oh, in this relationship, because I'm a husband or because I'm a wife, I have to be this said thing is like no you're just a bearer of a title that's that's all you are you're a bearer of a title but you get to show up as you holding a title yeah i guess i think that makes sense if i'm if i'm hearing you correctly and um hmm. kind of like see i see I, me I, holding the cup yeah i'm just holder of the cup <laughs> i'm not <laughs> i'm not the cup <laughs> i am not the cup i'm just a holder of the cup man i'm i'm not a yeti i'm not a yeah. yeti i'm holding a yeti cup so don't I, well, look at me through the lenses of of the yeti look at me through the lenses of me holding a yeti cup <laughs> here's something else it's like are you trying to <laughs> and that was not an advertisement <laughs> right it's like i'm trying to have a conversation with you but um yeah we are having a conversation because we're we're exchanging words but I think to your point is that um, I think it, it's it's reasonable to want to have people receive you as you are and right. not just judge you on their preconceived notions. But at the same time, like you, you don't really have control of how people see you. But I think right. the best way you can control or kind of dictate how people treat you is kind of speaking to how you treat yourself. So even though if we're talking about the barbershop setting, like if someone's granted, I haven't been to a barbershop in a while, so my analogy may be a bit off, but I think to the gist of it is that if you're, if you're, um, because I'll say this before, I guess, just making the point is that a lot of the talk, whether it's through social media, whether it's TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever the new thing is, um, I hear, or maybe I also see like an evolution where you have people stating what they want and also mm-hmm. expressing their dislike for what what they don't want like they're right. they're sharing their past and they're sharing their present and like okay this is the type of life i'd like to live and some people go into it to um fully explain how they came to live that life versus other people kind of tend to make demands on people to say this is how i want to be seen and it's like before you can ask the world to do something for you whether it's like rectify an injustice that they had against you it's like you you have to be clear in your mind like who it is that you say you are and mm. um how you treat you first before you expect the world to ma- to like match that treatment and i, I think right. 
for the people that get it and that may say, um, forget everybody else. I'm going to do me. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be authentic or whatnot. It's like, okay, the more you actually take time to like live the life you say you're going to live and actually do that like more consistently. I think if it's if it's going in the right direction, maybe there's less energy into um, trying to prove it. Yeah. Trying to prove it to the world, because it's like if you spend so much time in in um, forming a mask, like for you and me, I'd say the way I speak, the way that I speak is because in learning English like this was you're like, you're learning the language. I, I didn't learn slang. And it's like I did my best to learn in the way that it was taught to me with the accent that I, I picked up and maybe mm-hmm. I rejected like a Southern accent or like the Ebonics accent or something like that because I didn't see the value in it or maybe I didn't, I, I just, I didn't gravitate to that. So it's like, I went this way, which unbeknownst to me, wasn't the black thing to do. Right. And it was just, okay, this is how you learn your words. This is how you, you move along. And for other people that have, that may come from this is how we speak and this is how we do things. That's that's how they learn. But something that I learned maybe in college was that um, despite how someone speaks um, more so than what someone looks like, like just in the same way that I wouldn't want someone to judge me, I shouldn't judge them in that way. So it's like whatever preconceived notions or whatever misunderstandings I had, I I had to challenge that when I actually had a conversation with someone and it's like, and it was like, okay, am I actually listening to this person or am I simply judging them to kind of see if they say enough things that I can um, accept? Or Mm -hmm. if, if they're like, if I'm actually paying attention to what someone says, and even like, if I can't pick up, but every third word or every fifth word, it's like, okay, um, can I ask them for clarity without trying to shame them? Or can I, um, can I show up as myself as much as I say without trying to pretend to speak with slang that I don't have an understanding of? Like, if I can do that and just even do it stupidly, but like still make an effort to say, okay, this is this is how I am. And this is I, I'm not doing this just to um, how would I say? Like, if if you're really who you are, you really speak in the way that you do. It's like, OK, at some point, if you're around a lot of people that speak in slang, you you may pick up some slang just subconsciously because it's like you want to fit you and like some of those things will come into your dialect. Maybe when you go into a different room, you speak that way because that's that's the room that you're speaking to. But I think I think all in that it's um, I'd say you really have to make a conscious effort about what you're trying to communicate to yourself and to other people. And then what your reaction is to that. It's like if you're if you find yourself getting upset at how people see you, it may be a good question to really ask yourself how you see yourself and if you're accepting enough of who you are Mm. versus like how you think other people receive you because to be honest it's the world I I don't think would really care like okay you're like this one day you're like this the next day it's like nobody's thinking about you like that's that's one of the last things we talked about when it was like you and and one of your um subordinates when you were in the Mm -hmm. military and it's like the world's against me this is against me that's against me it's like the world's not really thinking about you that specific. Even if you're a celebrity, it's like people may put you in the tabloids or the thing, but like people, nobody else cares. <laughs> like nobody cares. Like yeah. just kind of get on with their day. And like sometimes it's just like it's not that important. But it's like if it's if it's something that really bothers you, troubles you, it's some 
it it may be worthwhile to kind of like write down your thoughts, jot it down or have a have a dialogue like this to be to try and like flesh some things out, but um to give it like to give it your attention without needing like other people's feedback immediately because it's like going back to the attention is a currency type thing like when someone can do something and get an immediate reaction out of it it's it's um it's like a perpetual feedback loop like if you do something Mm -hmm. you get something positive about it if you do something people are negative they hate on it it's like you can kind of get sucked into that to where your identity now becomes your life and it's like do i do the white voice? Do I do the black voice? Do I do the, like, am I like a marionette? Do I puppeteer like this or like that? And it's (laughs) like, like, which way do I go? Right. It's like, what, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And like, why, why is this even important? Why, why does this matter? Mm. So, okay. So then here's a question, which, which, which I've had in mind for quite some time. And it's what, what defines a person? I know it's, it's a loaded question. What defines a person? Is it who they say they are or or who other people perceive them as they are? Because it's kind of like... Why do you yeah. ask? I, I guess maybe because well, well, you, you just keep taking me deeper down the rabbit hole. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> let me make sure Welcome I want to go the rabbit there. hole trail. We are... I'm, I'm your tour guide, Theo. And we are going to be going down this rabbit hole. Hold on tight. Hopefully, hopefully you gra- grab the sweater. It's going to mm-hmm. get cold. Um <laughs> Get yourself a cup of coffee, though. Mm-hmm. But no, um, it's like it's like the question that I asked on a prayer line um, uh, a few months back. Is like, you know, what's what's a man? What 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 is a man? Who is a man? Like like what is that? Besides what, if you take away what they do, mm-hmm. you know, if you take away their title, position, whatever identifier that they put, like, what defines a man? And you know, like a, a, a lot of things came up and and it's like do we get to decide who what a real man is or does society tells us what a real man is or can we say i'm a real man but if i don't fit the prescribed version of the real man according to society then am i living a lie um you know it's it's questions like that sometimes that keep me up at night but no i mean i I think it's a good question If, if we stick to um what what is a man and i think it's a balance of both where it has to be dis- defined by society because of course the um maybe I, i'll leave that alone but it's like it's kind of a <laughs> it's like it's a good philosophical question but like on the base of it like everybody has to agree on something otherwise we get into these silly debates or like conversations right. where um people want to make light of like what a man is or what a man does and to your point it's that um i think what a man is has been undervalued enough to where um like if we as a community we as a like a society at large as um yeah i'll I'll just use i i couldn't stand that word whenever um my brother would use it but it's like i i think it it matters enough to understand that um a man has to have a role in the world that's seen as important otherwise like a lot of young men in particular that aren't valued by the world and when it's just oh like men aren't this they're not that and they just keep getting crap piled on top of them i'd say a man by definition is someone that learns to endure like Mm -hmm. but also in learning to endure like you have to deal with a lot of crap where nobody cares and people have made a big deal about um men's mental health i i I joined a um a panel that was put together this past week and they talked about black men in particular and it was a a um a women's sorority group 
that put together a panel of, I think, five men and a, a, a facilitator that basically asked questions of men to say, okay, how, like, where's your mental health? Or like, how do you view this given the jobs that you do? And I think two, two um, officers in particular, they were kind of highlighted because of like having the role that they have and being a position where they're in, where it's like, okay, are you black? Or are you a police officer? Are you like, how does your how do people see you when you go about like do you feel like you can actually go to counseling without being in fear of losing your badge or losing your gun or like mm. like those 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 types of things um someone that's been on the job for like 10 years plus may feel like okay I do have to bury this stuff and like keep this stuff in because I can't share this with my wife like I might joke with it with other people because with like my coworkers, because that's our coping mechanism, kind of mm-hmm. going back to like the talk of trauma. But it's like, I think um, at the base of it, men have to be people that learn to endure. And like, we've seen the damage that it can do to many, where if someone feels like they can endure, they may turn to something like um, suicide. And it's that's that's the that's the thing that you hope someone doesn't do. But unless it's addressed like by someone like Mr. Jason Wilson, that that speaks about being able to heal, being able to like actually express yourself and not being made fun of and maybe being like, okay, social media may not be the place to go share your feelings or go share how you want to be seen but at some point it's like men um men need to be valued in a society in order for the society to move forward because it's like women will nurture the society and they'll um help us continue to move forward but i think it's been too common to just kind of put guys on the back burner men and i'd say also black men in general where it's like you you're kind of seen as like okay you can be done without um, you're not as important, you're not as valued. And it's like, and if I've learned anything over this past year, it's that the men of a community that that are respected, if the men are kind of taken care of or if the men are acknowledged, everybody mm-hmm. wins. And in particular, it's like, what's good for a man, like for a man that does well in life, he can also be thinking, okay, if I can do well for myself, I can do well to support a family or I can do well to like look out for a brother. I can do well to look out for this. But it's like when you flip things on their head and it's like, oh, okay, let's celebrate great women. It's like, yeah, women should be empowered and they should be looked at as like contributors and things like that. But you shouldn't, men or women, I don't think you should. But I want to speak to like for men specifically, it's like I've never heard a man that celebrates his success by excluding a woman. Like I've never mm. heard a man to be like, oh, I did this all by myself. I didn't need, I didn't need like, yeah, there, there are people that kind of talk about like, oh, I'm a real man. Like I didn't need anybody. I did this all by myself. And usually those are the people that deal with like the trauma or like the rejection, the things like that. But like, um, it's sad to see women that celebrate. I didn't need a man to get there, but it's like very quickly when a man wins, he'll be like, I couldn't have done it without her. I couldn't have done Mm. it without my base. 
And I think that's something that doesn't need to be forgotten, where it's like, okay, what are we? What's a human? What's a man? What's a woman? It's like, let's have an appreciation for who we are by acknowledging what we do, what we contribute and how we come together to build a community. Because like everybody taking sides and everybody kind of like picking a position of, I can do good all by myself, or I don't need nothing. I'm just going to be over here and isolate. It's like, okay, if you need to isolate yourself and heal, spend time alone, kind of get yourself together, however you choose to do it. If it's um, therapeutic in a sense of like you go work out, you go for a run, you talk to somebody, you talk to your friend, you talk to somebody that you trust where the information that you share can't be used against you or you journal. I think those things need to happen. And like we're having this conversation, I think the things that make it simple, it doesn't always need to be it doesn't need to be turned into like a psychology class or like a philosophy class of like, what is man to be or not to be? But it's like, just if you feel like you, you, you're starting to kind of like lose your grip and you're, mm -hmm. you're really questioning because I, I've had the same question is like, okay, where do I fit in this world? Or like, what's like, what's my meaning? What's my purpose? And I, I think part of that kind of goes to like, am I looking too far ahead into the future? Or am I like stuck so far in the past to where I feel lost? Like I lost myself along the way and I can't just, I'm not enjoying like the present. It feels miserable or it feels disorienting or it feels just like out of whack. I think those times are good times to um, like acknowledge that something's off base and it, mm -hmm. it's not you don't want to stay there because it's like, yeah, those things will keep you up at night and they will trouble you. And it's you can go maybe bury yourself in your work or um, put your attention to maybe distract you. But I, I think one, it helps to validate who you are, what you do, and why you do it. You don't necessarily need to have like a clear cut answer of like this, this is it. This is like my, I was born this way, or like, this is everything like, like whatever kind of going back to the motivation thing, like I breathe this, I grind, I do. It's like given in a moment of confusion, given time to have some solace or clarity, mm -hmm. I think it helps to um, acknowledge what you're doing at the very least. If things feel murky, it may feel like I haven't done a lot, but I'm this year's old. I've gotten to this point. Things have been difficult. Things have been not to my liking, but it's like I'm here. And then from mm -hmm. there, maybe you can dissect a little bit, but I'd say not to fall too deep into the weeds, like acknowledge where you are and just remember that even if people don't think much of you, like you need to think something of yourself, like at the very least, like start there and then kind of wade through what you're trying to do. But but I mean, I think I tried to say a few things, but I'll, I'll, I'll no, pass it back to you. you no. <laughs> I love the fact that you say be present where you are without having to project too far into the future. Of what am I going to be when I grow up? Like be what you are right now. Like I, I think that's and that's maybe where where I've con concluded in this season of my life is I don't need to know what I'm going to be five years from now, shoot, even next year or, or next week. Mm. Like I'm okay being me right now. And I'm present with me being me right now. And that is okay. However I'm feeling or whatever I'm going through, like I, I, I don't need to try to work to be X and Y and Z for next year. Um, And it, I, I know it goes contradicting to what culture currently is, 
pushing for is like um, uh, it's like oh i'm working on my on my 2024 summer body right it's like well enjoy your 2023 summer body that you have now yeah like enjoy that like be where you are now be planted firmly and, and, and be solid in the way that maybe not in a way that you are right now but where you are right now in life and 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 wait right and yeah. wait through that um it's easy to get in a trap of looking too far ahead because <laughs> often enough we we want to escape as much of our reality as possible by projecting too far ahead Mm-hmm. but we we miss out on what's here and that's unfortunate because there isn't really a guarantee that that's gonna stay the same either so yeah i, I think i think that's where i am now and i'm content with that <laughs> i i'm 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 content with that whatever whatever got going on right now i am content with with that i think that's positive because i, yeah. I was gonna I, I feel like i've met I've tried to make the caveat a lot of times before where it's that um, two, th- two things can be true at the same time. And mm-hmm. you you can um, be present and strive for something to come. But um, I guess ultimately the decision is yours. But I, I think something that may make the, um, the thing you're striving for real is actually being part of the process that you're going through. And it's like if you're present, you you'll not only be if we're talking about having your summer bod and kind of getting away from a, a dad bod or whatnot it's like um being able to appreciate the pain and the process mm-hmm. will be um something that you can remember but be worthwhile. yeah but it's yeah. like um for, for me it, i i'm thinking it's like i've seen myself kind of slowly put on weight and i was thinking about just sit here and record earlier and be like oh um how do you go from being skinny to like slowly put on your uh your skinny fat and it's like oh i just i could just sit here i'm enjoying my winter body right now yeah I'm it's like on my I, I could body. just sit here and eat an oreo at a time and it's like um i'm not like not being attentive or like not not um not caring or like kind of getting lax and things like that but it's okay how do i get back i i go for a run okay oh i remember that running kind of it'll hurt or it'll feel like i i I start thinking of like the things that are the dreading the dreads or the things like that but i'm like okay um instead of complaining about or procrastinating what i want or don't want to do it i'm like i've acknowledged that it's already uncomfortable enough to be here in this position and i i'm choosing to do something about it and i'm not going to do it begrudgingly but i'm Mm -hmm. I'm going to um i'm gonna be i'm gonna be here and like like appreciate the suck or at least find the um the silver lining as i'm doing what i'm doing and just Mm -hmm. making myself do the thing that i've I've grown comfortable to dislike. And uh, I guess like the Mike Tyson said, it's like the um, learning to do, learning to do the things you hate. But that's what he said. Discipline is learning to do what you hate, but lo- doing it like you love it. And I guess that just goes to forming a better relationship with where you are, especially if you're not pleased with um, what you see, what you have or what you might look like. It's like, okay, like, I don't like it. But um, if I learn to if I learn to appreciate the time that I get to spend with myself now, I, I can see what I like, what I don't like and how I get away from the things that I don't like and what I actually have to do or what I, I can choose to do and not mm-hmm. um, just kind of wallow in the sorrow or not delude myself into thinking, oh, I'll just 
it'll just be it'll just be easy it's like this mm-hmm. is just this is just snap back or whatnot it's like no it's it's gonna be a process and this is how i'm gonna go about the process i'm not gonna pretend to um ignore deny conflate whatever adjective I, I can put there but it's like being present has been learning to appreciate who i am even in the time that I, I may not like who I am and in learning to like myself, it's um, learning that, OK, it's not just how I look or how I feel, but being real with like, OK, if you don't like this about yourself, maybe like acknowledge that and mm-hmm. maybe seeing like what saying that actually does and just being like, OK, well, you don't like this. You can do something about it, but also um learn to like yourself for these other reasons and kind of get over whether it's the ego, the the cringe, the doubt, the um the complacency maybe could be a thing. But like all that to say is like being in being in the present, whether it sounds cliche or something like that, it's actually it leads it leads a lot to be desired because there, there's a lot going on like right here in this moment and like just right. having the conversation to be like oh wow like i haven't talked to theo in a while um don't know how this is going to come out but i'm not really worried about that because the the conversation the back and forth and like trying out new things on the fly it's like huh like um i didn't know how the setup was going to work but like you're over there looking angelic i got my background blurred <laughs> out it's, it's kind of working out and i'm like hey like making it work and and it's like just two guys that didn't know each other maybe four years ago and like that is crazy it's like you just meet off of a chance occurrence like that or i mean maybe chance but also the environment helps and um like you just you just like life continues to evolve and like like you say life life be lifing but also like learning that from the time that we've met each other like there's the the progression as to the people that we've become like I've literally known you as long as we've been doing the podcast and it's yeah. just seen like how our paths cross and like we're just we're trying to figure this thing out and it's it's um to your point when you say when we talk about like the expectations of the environments or the titles we carry versus like how we view ourselves. I think some things become two in the same, but at the mm-hmm. same time, you, you maybe have to um, reevaluate um, when something's not working, where it's like, right. okay, this is the expectation that's being asked and I'm not being able to meet that. So I, I need to speak for myself and say, um, this is where I'm at or this is what I can give and then be able to have a negotiation. It's not always like an all or nothing. It's not um, the world wants me to do this or society wants me to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. It's like, right. we don't move anywhere. Like there's no moving forward. And I, I think maybe that's what gets forgotten is that um you don't always have to be right and even if you're not always right it doesn't mean you don't have a voice in the like like saying where you go because I, I think the easiest thing is that if I'm not happy I've heard people say it's like that's the whole I gotta be happy it's like yes you happiness should be a um I, I don't want to say it should be but happiness is something that's a good byproduct but right the more I've thought about it it's like it's not the end all be all because there's going to come a time when something doesn't make you happy, when something doesn't return happiness to you in the way that you want it. It's not to say you've got to go the complete opposite direction and seek out misery, but like, like 
there's hey, there's actor, more there yeah, yeah hold up that real quick right um so one because my mom is calling me yeah yeah <laughs> but two um you're right and we and we can cap it here if you want to but like you're right happiness isn't the end or be all but happiness is something to strive for but we also got to realize that it's not something that we get to keep it's mm-hmm. something that we get to borrow momentarily yeah and maybe catch it on our next way mm-hmm. but it's not ours to keep it's ours to experience and allow it to pass through our and 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 let it pass with that experience so that you can move on and accept more happiness that comes because every every experience is going to bring pain and happiness. But accepting, you know, the same way as pain, it's not yours to keep. Even though yeah. we're we're we tend to keep it more so longer than we we tend to keep the happiness. But it's for that experience to keep, but for you to move forward through that experience. Yeah. But when we make it the end or be all, it becomes something that's unachievable and become something that we unfortunately never get to experience because we're always thinking that it looks different than what it really is. And so, yeah, yeah but with that, I got yeah. <laughs> no, no, to back. For um, sure. I, I've got to call my dad back. And yeah. I just, the reason I just brought that up, I'll, I'll close with this is to say, um, I think happiness is, is something that it feels good. It's it's welcoming and things like that. But I think um, just sticking on the happy train, sometimes you you miss the other places you're supposed to go because like sadness brings you something. And like it just reminds me of the movie Up. It's like everyone. I think the emotion was joy. And it's like, oh, when joy, everything's great. But it's like sadness may not be um, it might not be something you want to feel or something you want to deal with, like whether it's having a hard conversation or those things. But like doing difficult things bring like unintended consequences that can be positive. Um, It's not always the negative. And it's like if all you ever strive for is the happiness, the lightness, the levity, it's like you can. You can get that by doing difficult, but I think at times it's easier to avoid anything that's hard in order to just do what appears to be light, right, happy, like carefree. And it's like there's like it's I'm trying to find the right word for it, but there there's like uh, I just think like to your point, it's it's not it's not something you get and you keep like like the little light in you. Like yes, you should have a a lightness about you uh, a um. You don't need to carry the whole weight of the world on your shoulders. But when you get it, be glad. When you don't get it, be just as um, open to kind of let things come and go. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't say still stuck on something that it's like this has to be forever. But I mean, do your best with what you got. I love it. Until next time. We can consume or or convene. (laughs) Not another time, but but I think that the the unintentional but yet intentional podcast, and you can title this. Nobody really cares about you like you think they do. But <laughs> <laughs> it will get a lot of plays because people are like, nobody cares about me. What are they saying? Play no. <laughs> it's like nobody cares about you. Like oh okay, I guess I won't hear about how nobody cares about me. Is it like, but anyway, I gotta call mom back. All right, take care, man. All right, brother, you too, man. Bye.